If you like talking, women, ladies, men, topic, conversations, and occasional uninformed politics, multiple, multiple talking, talking women, women is for you. you. Hit it! Hello, I am your host, Lana Brown. I am a woman of the world, multi-ethnic, multi-orgasmic, and I'm ready to talk about things that the people care about, you know? My platform is oils, lotions, creams, ointments, and salves. It's important to be hydrated in all ways. I don't know that that's a platform. Well, it's definitely a platform for me. It's a slippery platform. That's right. It is. Hello. I'm Felicity Bramble-Bush, and I am a woman of God. I'm a proud wife and mother of 12 beautiful, catalog-worthy, really, children. They could be catalog models. Lana, you said so. Don't act like you haven't. Uh, Yeah, like an old Sears catalog. I think it could be something like a J. Crew, even. From the 50s. I would say J. Crew. Mannequin-like. And I live in the beautiful, beautiful city of Pasadena with my beautiful family. Being a little tight-lipped about your husband, but I guess that's fine. Your husband's a senator. He is a senator, and we moved to the Pasadena area so he could attend a rehab facility. Are you happy? Is that what you wanted me to share? That's what I wanted to share. Okay, thank you. And I live with my partner um, and our 16-year-old son in the Hollywood Hills where music flows and the dust does blows. And I have lots of dogs that I have rescued. Little tiny dogs. Mm -hmm. When people hear rehab, they think alcohol, drugs, but that is not the case for your husband. No, some people have different proclivities. My husband has um, um, an addiction. Mm -hmm. I said it, an addiction. Mm -hmm. Not to a substance, but to a... A demographic. Demographic of humans mm-hmm. who um, use walkers and yeah. canes. He enjoys older. He was caught snapping pics of people in retirement homes. His um, work computers were confiscated for a lot of dirty, dirty photos of the elderly. And mm-hmm. um, He is a gerontophile. Okay? Nice at it. All right. So you two. Does anyone want going to introduce me or I'm doing it myself? Lana and I put together this podcast, but we really need someone to do the... Nitty gritty of it. Well, I'm not good at numbers, papers, computers, organizing, paper clips, office supplies, office depot. It's not what Lana and I are meant for. We needed someone to do that kind of thing. So I was picking up my children at school one day and there was a woman working the grounds, a groundskeeper. I was the groundskeeper. And um, she looked tough, hardy, hardy, organized. Mm-hmm. She ran very fast across the field. I'm a very fast runner. Uh, I saw her run very, very fast, and I thought, you know, she looks like someone who might have uh, uh, t- the time and the fortitude. To, like, just get things done. To and get things done. Get things done and make them happen. My name is Paula Gherkin, and I am uh, a woman of a lot of jobs. Podcasts was not one of your jobs prior to this, so that was a learning curve there, but what were your jobs, Paula? Uh, well, if you look up Craigslist and you're looking for anything built or constructed, I can do that. I'm in there. I got I got my num- my number in on Craigslist. I got it on Facebook Marketplace. 
and kind of do anything and jump around. I've also been a uh, executive assistant, groundskeeping, cobbler, treehouse builder, dog walker, cabinet builder, babysitter, cow milker, uh, makeup artist, special effects makeup artist, mall walker, bra designer. I um. But you're not currently hooked up. Because we shared that our romantic proclivities, but you haven't shared yours. Well, I, um, people fall in love with me fast and hard. And uh, so I got to, you know, I got to rule no sleepovers. I've seen the janitor leave your work shed. The janitor, the principal, the science teacher, the man who delivers the school lunches. Um, the lunch lady. The, the woman who serves the lunches. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I don't, sometimes I don't get involved with anybody because I just know what's going to happen and I'm just one of those kinds of people. But enough about me. This all started because you two, you both separately pursued journalism. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so I was raised pretty much in almost every country of the world, traveling around a lot. Mm. My dad sold computers and handheld devices back then, which were calculators. Some places it was abacuses. And we, finally, I grew up um, and I decided I want to go to college. And I was accepted at an incredible university right on the Panama Canal uh, called the Women's Panama Canal University of Women's Journalism. Mm, they used the w word women's twice. <laughs> well... That's because they want to really they, get it through. Yeah, they doubled so down. So anybody identifying as a woman, which is myself, we go and we learn how to be journalists, hard-hitting, questions, writing, intelligence, okay. period. Great. So that's your background. What mm -hmm. about you, Felicity? I grew up in a large Christian family. Um, the men worked, the women cleaned and cooked. Now, I was a fan of Barbara Walters, a working woman. Mm. A working mother. And um, there was a small town Christian newspaper in my town called News from Heaven. And I um, asked if I could w write an article for them about a woman who worked at the church who had no arms. Wow. She played the organ with her toes. Mm. And I did such an incredible job there. I was um, promoted and I became um, a bit of a name in my neighborhood. And I, um, you know, I, I, I got the bug a little bit. So no actual schooling? Very little schooling. It wasn't for me. At some point, I auditioned for a, a reality TV program called The Amazing Survivor, and I mm. was cast, and I really rose to fame on that show, balancing on a perch for five hours. And um, God spoke to me, and he said, follow your dreams, Felicity. Do these five things. And one of them was be a reporter on conservative news. Yeah. And something I'm very proud of is that my coverage of the Duggar wedding beat the coverage of the Malaysian Airlines crash that killed 300 people. Okay, so you were, you both have that journalism background. Now where your paths collide is at some point, you both decide to audition for a musical called Cats in Simi Valley, correct? Yes, Simi Valley Community Theater. Okay. SVCC. Great. And you both auditioned for that. Tell me about that. Why, first of all, why, if you're both in journalism, do you decide, now okay. I want to be in Cats? So my journalism job started going from like a steady flow to a trickle. Mm. And they weren't coming in as much. Mm -hmm. And I also was starting to embark on perimenopause. Mm. 
And I felt like I really, my body needed to move. I needed to express myself. I needed to it, get get into that storyteller. Mm-hmm. And acting is storytelling. You're just telling a story as a different person from yourself and a different story. Okay. So I auditioned for numerous productions in the Hollywood area, and that didn't work out for me. And my my partner and I have an open sexual relationship. And one, two of the guys I was actually seeing, um, ironically, live in Simi Valley with their families. Mm. Are you saying they were adult men living at home with their families still? One of the men I was seeing um, lived with his mother, grandmother, and uncle. And the other man li- was married but had an open relationship and lived with his family. And mm. I was leaving one night. I saw a group of people, a gaggle of people, converging around the, this little theater. And I thought, what is this? And it was auditions. Four cats, mm. love the movie, love the productions, and love the animal, love the leotards, the music, the songs. And I went in and I auditioned. Mm. And mm. I wanted to be Gus, the theater cat, um, but I was cast instead as Chorus, Jellicle Cat. And you were also there mm. that day. And I was, uh, found I was, my best friend. I was tapped to host a roundtable of... Sh- News show on Fox News for conservative women, but when my husband's computers were confiscated, um, that was rescinded, and we relocated to the Pasadena area, and I really closed in on myself, and there were days that I didn't want to come out of my closet, didn't want to come out of my pool, and I um, needed help, and I prayed to God, and God said, you need to make friends, which I, I don't think, you know, I have a family, and my family is, is my friends, and my um, cookies are my friends. So I went, I got a wild hair, as one does in desperate times, and I saw that there was an audition for Cats the Musical, mm-hmm. and I, which I, have, I had never seen, but I was familiar with Orphan Annie, so I did a little number for my audition from Little Orphan Annie, and lo and behold, I was cast. Which number did you do? I know. I heard her from outside the door because she went in before me. She did, did dumb dog, why, why are you, you following, following me? me? <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Sandy was the dog's name. Sure. It's an emotional memory for me. Yeah. Um, and, and also, you, you also were only cast as chorus Jellicle Cat. That's that right? right. Which is a little knock to the ego. A little bit. But, but fair for not knowing the show. And we did. Jellicle Cats, come out tonight. We did. We did. Yeah. And Lana, you know, it's not, she's not someone I would normally become friends with, but she lights up a room. And, and Felicity is someone who everything she stands for is troubling to me, but I like her as a person. We're able to put some of those things aside because there is something that we connect over and that is not only journalism but explain why we do our podcast okay so i was hiking that's right okay and hiking in the hills with my dogs and there's this person there and i'm like that's miley cyrus but it can't be but then i'm like but it can be because she lives in here and then it was and she was incredibly friendly she had a dog named bean and i had a dog named dean true story. She wanted to talk. Her skin was emollient. She was human. She was encouraging. She was open. And I thought to myself, I want to talk to people who have achieved a certain level of celebrity success and are good, interesting people because celebrities, the kind that I want to talk to, are really interesting, good people. Mm -hmm. They also have access to things like incredible skincare. Mm -hmm. My platform is skincare, 
and making sure that you are moisturized. It's a big epidemic in this country. People are very dry and sure. thirsty. Sure. Uh, so Marley was luminous, and I want to be around other luminous people. Uh, celebrities have access to concierge health care, which I think is something really important and great to just be around. So you called Felicity. I called Felicity and I said, I want to talk to celebrities and I want us to be together and I want to learn things and ask questions. And this is what this is. And I didn't even really have to think about it because, listen. Well, you didn't have anything going on. I guess I would be fair. I had a very light schedule. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, I, I feel like I am perfect in the eyes of God, but I'm always aspiring to be more great. And who is more great than a celebrity? And so I just feel like there's they have a wealth of knowledge and experience. And um, just being near them makes me feel better about myself. They do things. But then mm-hmm. what's interesting about them is they have stories about before they were doing those things on how they got to do that, mm-hmm. how they overcame questions about themselves. There's some self-esteem philosophies and things of this nature. Do you hope that some of that will rub off on the two of you and maybe you'll better things will happen for you better than being Jellicle Cats in Simi Valley? It's already better. It's already better. Mm-hmm. Just doing this. Mm-hmm. This is how I got involved because I do not have any experience producing a podcast. Felicity was picking up her child. The reason I was running so fast that day is because she is, one of her children is very um, a slow walker. You know, I think he's kind of lost in the clouds, as you might say, and meandering slowly across the parking lot. He was born with a backwards foot. He's got a... And so very slow, and I was, you know, working the grounds like I do, trimming some hedges, and I saw that a car was coming straight for him. So I took off like a bolt and uh, rescued him. And that's how we started talking. And uh, you said, oh, you know, I said, what, what do you have going on? And she said, we'll start a podcast. And I said, uh, well, I know a lot of celebrities and I know a lot of them owe me favors mm-hmm. because of all my odd jobs I've done over the years. A lot of them have been for celebrities because I have a very high price tag and they are some of the only people that can afford me to come to their home and do odd jobs. Anyway, she said, you're hired on the spot. And I said, fine. And I went in and I told, you know, I told the principal, I'm out. I got a job as a producer. So that's where that's how we are where we are today. I think what's great about this podcast is that you two will talk about anything. And maybe all podcasts don't do that. Or maybe all people don't do well, that. Well, I'll say right off the bat, the name of the show is Multiple Talking Women. And that's something that you don't hear every day. Rarely do women talk. And also, are hmm. different women friends very often? No. And when people come in to talk to us, as we've seen, they really open up in a way that I have not heard. You know, I recently had a hysterectomy Mm. um, and they took out my uterus. And now just at the top of the vaginal canal, I'm sewed. I don't have uterus or cervix anymore. I am sewed. It's like a sock Mm -hmm. or a sack, a sock and a sack. If I was upside down, you could put candy in me for trick or treating. That's right. And Um, I think I think I don't hear that a lot. On TV, and film, or on podcasts, I don't pe- hear people talking about their uterus or it being sewn up like a sock. Yeah. And also, like, there's, there's, there's information and mm-hmm. inspiration mm-hmm. and things you haven't heard other places. I dare you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dare you to find it. You won't. And I, I think I bring a perspective of, listen, I love myself. I think I'm wonderful. But there's always more things to uh, to learn. And um, as a mother of 12 children, I tell them all the time, you're perfect, but 
I don't believe it. That's really what this is about. It's coming out. Coming out of the dark. I finally found a way. Okay. Well, I think we've explained everything. So if you've heard us and, you know, you say, even after all this, I'm not interested. Fine. Fine. But if you heard some of this and you said to yourself, hey, this sounds interesting, I'm going to listen to a couple of these, and that's also fine. Yeah, maybe go look at the list of interesting people and celebrities who are moisturized and coming on our podcast and then decide. Have you ever heard of Wendy McLennan Covey? She's going to be on. Michaela Watkins. Mm -hmm. Mayim Bialik. Yeah. Echo Kellum. Nico Santos and Patricia Guggenheim from the Marvel Universe. Marvel Universe. That's right. Kyla Pratt from Call Me Cat. Look, we're going to have presidential candidates. We're going to have A-list stars. Oscar winners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's for real. It's, it's the real, real deal. It's the real deal. Yeah. So listen or don't. And uh, have, a, have a good day. Multiple Talking Women is hosted by Lauren Burns, Ariane Price, and Lisa Shurga. And produced by Carafano and Amelia Misco at Stampede Ventures for the Stampede Podcast Network. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs>